Hey, welcome to 50 Ball. What's up, Jada? What's good, man? What's good with you? Man, nothing much, man. You know, I'm just ready to hit the ground running. Oh, I feel you, man. Speaking of running, I was, I was trying to run inside the house. It's so windy outside. Yeah, it was cold. We got a little bit of hail here a couple hours ago. The hell? No, the, the hell be at work. That's the kind of hell. But yeah, but this the the hell that be outside. He <laughs> <laughs> like 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 hell. What'd you say? Like did you say hell or hell? Anyway, <laughs> if you have an accent, you don't know what they didn't said. You live in a, a house full of southern people. You, you know, you, you drop that accent. Um, I don't know if that's the same way with you, Rio. I'll t- I tell you what, I'd rather deal with the hell from the weather than the hell from work, so. Alright, <laughs> 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 man, so uh, let's get down to the breaking news we hear over the weekend. We got Marcus Aldridge uh, just signed with the Brooklyn Nets and the Lakers signed Drummond. I was thinking of his first name. Was it Andre Drummond? Yep, Andre Drummond. Yep. Andre Drummond. I always call these players with their last name, like like they're working on a crime scene or something. Drummond, get over here and look at this dead body. Uh, yeah, that's a rebounding machine right there. Dang, man. So what's your thoughts, man, with these two big signings? Man, you talk about super teams, man. Both these teams are deep. Like, man, the... The Nets, they have like five All Stars or former All Stars. Well, six. It was was DeAndre Jordan an All Star one year? I uh, forgot. In his in his past life, um, he might have been. I, I had to double check, but yeah, they, they're deep, man. They're deep. But the Lakers are also deep. I have to say, I like the moves for both teams, though. You know, neither one made bad moves. Uh, but I still have to favor the Lakers. You know, I'm not trying to be biased because I am a Lakers fan, but. Obviously, they're the defending champs. They have chemistry, and that's one advantage they have over the Nets. Uh, the Nets are looking good now, but their chemistry is un- untested. We won't know what they really look like until the playoffs. So, you know, I got to stick with the Lakers right now, but both made really good moves. I think with that, too, kind of it kind of uh, what stood out to me was, like, the decision making by Drummond to pick the Lakers because when Aldridge signs with the Nets, then – his other picks or his other uh, suitors, they don't look as good. So Boston was also trying to sign Drummond and the Knicks. Well, I'm like, if you sign with Boston, you know you're not going to beat the Nets. Right. (laughs) And the Knicks don't beat anyone. So um, I can see that thought process. And now it makes sense to sign with the Lakers because that's the only team. If you're just trying to win a championship, that's the only path that you can take. Um, a great signing yeah. by both teams, though. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, like you said, him choosing the Lakers uh, just made perfect sense because um, they have more of a need for him too. Uh, those other teams had a need for him, but this team is in uh, a championship uh, contending team, so he gets the opportunity while not having to sacrifice his minutes. Because say if he went to the Nets before Aldridge did, he still had to split minutes with DeAndre. Uh, he may have to split a few minutes with Blake if they want to do Blake at the five. Uh, so the Lakers, he still gets that opportunity opportunity to win a ring without sacrificing too much playoff time. Because, man, they need a big, man. Gasol ain't the answer right now. They need a big. Right. I mean, like, that's what... I, the, to me, I think, like, the Nets kind of have more questions than answers. Because now you're wondering, does 
you know, do these pieces make sense? I mean, like, they're all big names and they're all superstars. Well, they're not all superstars, but they have, like, three superstars. And the other ones are kind of like, they're going to be playing their role. But it, it's like, uh, um, like, uh, you know, how will they all gel together? Um, you know, with the new coach and Steve Nash. And, you know, he's running, like, a whole bunch of egos out there. And I'm, I... I don't know, Rio, if you think he can handle all that. Uh, I, I'd be, I think it'd be fine. I mean, it's going to be weird because Kyrie, he's always out of games. I mean, right now, I think it's some personal family matters, which, you know, of course, you hope everybody's okay on the side, but Kyrie always got something going on. I mean, it just is what it is at this point. So that's going to be a juggling act. And uh, KD, I don't know what's up with his injury, but he's going to have to manage that to where they just watch him. And you want to keep him out long enough to where he comes back fully healthy, geared for the playoffs. But uh, as far as Eagles, I don't think it's going to be anything drastic. And even if it is, I still think they can get to the finals. Because, hell, look at our Lakers team back in the day, you know, with Shaq and Kobe. Mm. We had a lot going on, and we still got to the finals. So they have enough talent to even with ego problems, if there are any, they can still get there. But I think the chemistry on the court is more of the question marks. Like, how is that all going to look together? Because KD... Uh, Harden and Kyrie, they played together for a couple games, but then, you know, COVID protocol kept some of the guys out here and there, and KD's injuries keeping him out now. So they're still not fully acclimated to one another, along with these new additions of Blake Griffin, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, and you know, all these other guys. So, man, we got to see how this looks on the court when things get tough. Yeah, gotta make it like, will they be willing to sacrifice? And, and, uh, cause, to me, that's what it takes when you have a championship team. You have to be willing to sacrifice and play defense uh, more than you normally do. It's not just like an everyday, oh, just play defense. But you have to play more than you usually do. And that's something that the Lakers have already displayed past with the, in the um, with last year with them winning the championship. The guys understanding the role and playing great defense as a whole and uh, and uh, and putting their egos aside, can Brooklyn do the same? What they just kind of threw this team together, kind of overnight. Um, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I think they can. You know, uh, kind of our reference earlier. I, I don't think Eagles honestly would be too big of an issue. I do think defense can be though. Uh, you, you know, just because. They have all those superstar names and, you know, uh, playoff names and players, uh, but none of them are really known defensive stoppers. I'll say out of that group, probably DeAndre Jordan and KD is the best defenders out of that group. And whereas with the Lakers, you know, we got defenders. LeBron can play defense when he puts his mind to it. We've seen that. Mm-hmm. Hey, he's a man. He's always in the running for defensive player of the year. They can actually yeah. play defense. So I think even if they get past it, the ego stuff, they're still, they still may have issues playing defense when it matters. Because I'm going to say right now, I think Lakers are going to the finals. I think the Nets is going to the finals. But I think the Lakers is going to pull out the victory because they both can score. They both got firepower. The Nets may even have a little bit more firepower. But the Lakers can dig in a little bit deeper on the defensive end and make things rough. And I don't think the Nets have that in them. You know, LaMarcus Aldridge, he can be a little physical, but he's not KG. Blake's a little bit older. He's never really been a defensive guy. And DeAndre Jordan, I think he's lost exactly. up. He's not the shot blocker he used to be. You know, at least in my eyes, he don't look the same. So, and them other three guys, the other three superstars, as great as they are, 
they're not locked down defenders. Like again, mm-hmm. KD's the best defender, but I don't think it's enough to the uh, guide the whole defensive end. I don't think he's like a defensive captain, as like Kevin Garnett was for the Boston Celtics. Like he anchored mm-hmm. the defense. And we got an anchor in AD. You know, we got Braun. He's, man, he's out there. He can play some lockdown defense when he wants to. So I think that's the difference. So uh, not too worried about the Eagles. It's just more of the incapabilities of actually playing defense. So I guess I'll ask you then. So which team in the East do you think will kind of expose the obvious weaknesses that the Nets have? Man, I don't know. It's a good question. Um, I think the Sixers may be the best team. A healthy Sixers, like Joel needs to be down there in the paint. I think they have the best inside-out game to kind of uh, give their defense some problems, to give the Nets defense some problems. Because uh, Joel Embiid, he's a beast, man. He was the MVP front runner before he got hurt. You know, him and LeBron mm-hmm. were neck and neck, but I think more people had Embiid as the uh, first pick for MVP before he got hurt. So um, he was balling out, you know, he was balling out, looking good. Uh, Simmons is giving you, you know, what Ben Simmons gives you. You know, he's giving you the passing, great defense. And they have shooting. You know, I criticize Ben Simmons a lot for lack of shooting, but they put enough shooters around him to make it interesting with Seth Curry, Danny Green, and you still have uh, Tobias Harris. So, I mean, they're pretty deep there in, uh, in Philadelphia. That's the team I think they need to watch for. So no Milwaukee... Uh, no, nah, man, they don't have enough still. Uh, <laughs> I know people like to knock Giannis, but everybody else got two, three superstars. He's the only superstar down there. Uh, Chris Middleton is an all-star, but man, you need a little bit more star power down there. And I think they're, uh, they're just going to key in on Giannis. Like, you don't have to be a great defensive team to triple team somebody. So, yeah, I don't think they have enough firepower down there. Uh, they're a pretty good defensive team, but I don't think they'll put enough points up. And the Celtics, man, they're still a little too green. You know, these guys are still a little too young. Uh, I know they got Evan Fournier. Uh, I might have said his name yeah. wrong, but uh, he may yeah. give them a little bit more scoring. But I think they're, they're a little too light in the inside. Uh, you know, Tatum's a beast. Uh, Jalen uh, Brown's a beast, but they need some big man down there. Same flaws. I think even with Drummond, if he went there, I think their chances would have been still less. I think the Nets would have still beat Boston with Drummond. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's like the choices. I, I think they wanted him to join. They thought he would fill a need. You can fill a need, but are you still better? Right. You know, and, and I think that's kind of problematic. because I mean, like with the West is so tough, but now with the East, it's like it's hard to think of too many teams that could really challenge like like uh Oladipo also got traded to Miami now that trade how does that trade look now <laughs> it, it helps them like you said it helps them but not enough to say that Miami's going back to the finals again you know uh, not enough to say that look man this is just like when okay I like to eat uh breakfast in the morning and all I get is granola I'm still hungry it helped me but did it really help you it'll really help you though you still you still need a lot more you know what i'm saying and, and i like i feel like that's so it to me that kind of reminds me of uh uh, uh oladipo that trade seemed good but is that good enough 
it just kind of like it seems good in the moment the granola seemed good in the moment too but then I wanted another one and probably some more like a, like an actual full meal but that that's neither uh, <laughs> my diet to say this that that the old depot trade did seem significant until the other moves by Brooklyn and LA and now Miami's sitting there like who can they who can they give trouble you know like who can they upset and now you see the matchup. Do you see Miami being a tougher opponent? Nah, man. I don't think Miami got enough. I like Miami. I like Jimmy Buckets. But, man, they don't got enough. You know, it's like you said, uh, Oladipo helps them. But it all depends on what you're going up against. I can sit here and do 200 push-ups all I want. Yeah, that helps me get stronger. But if I'm about to go uh, uh, slap box with Mike Tyson, I mean, how much is it really going to help me? <laughs> like, yeah, it helps do push-ups to get stronger. But Mike is still stronger than you. <laughs> he still hits harder than you. So, I mean, it's more so about the Nets than what Miami doesn't have. You know, they have a really good team. But, man, the Nets are just, they're deep, man. They're deep. Like, even with the flaws, man, they're still, that's a deep team. Like, it's still Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and the other guys of Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge. Like, they're deep, man. So, you know, Miami's a good team, but, yeah, I don't think it's enough. I didn't think it was enough before uh, the Nets even made those trades. So, yeah, man, I think it's just a tough break. They're at the wrong place at the wrong time. But, I mean, what do you, what do you, how do you see that, though? You think Miami can make it a little bit more competitive than what I'm giving them credit for? Look, competitive don't give you championships all the time. Look, so sometimes, <laughs> like, you, 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 you in the mix. You in the – look, as I t- <laughs> you, you put some people in the mix – of uh of uh you know let's say let's say okay you trying to you trying to get door dash with the family you trying to figure out what you want to eat how many food places are in the mix man right you, you, you competitive oh what about pizza hut what about domino's what about olive garden right they in the mix they're competitive but you only gonna pick one you know for uh for the average pocket, I don't know, maybe someone may buy all the food. But for the average person, you picking one for that night. You picking one. You picking one. So what? Uh, so Olo Depot, it puts them in the mix of what of of uh, uh of those teams. But you know they're not gonna be the one pick. They <laughs> they gonna be picked for that uh for that uh, uh family night feast. That's that's finna go down. I know you know stranger to getting the food for the family. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, if you're 300 pounds, man, you're probably going to order from all three places. Pizza Hut. They picking food. That's true, too, though. Yeah, it depends on who's coming. So you go to the store, hey, I'm going to get that family-sized lasagna, and it'd be just you. <laughs> yeah, with a pizza on the side and a hot pocket. It's just like you're mixing up all type of meals. <laughs> <laughs> right, the mixtures in there, you know. So I mean, yeah. that's the thing about that. Oh, go ahead. There you go. I mean, I mean, sorry, to cut you off, but but it, it's just like when you put it in a mix, though, it's kind of like with that top three, top five. It's still gonna mean a loss. You sitting at home, you're right in the first and second round. Yeah, yeah. You know, and more so than any sport, you know, basketball. You can kind of guess who's gonna be in the finals. I mean, sometimes you get it wrong. Like, last year, the Clippers, them losing the way they did was a huge upset. Like, nobody saw them really losing to Denver like that. 
But in basketball, for the most part, you kind of know it's going to be there. Like when Golden State was good with KD and Braun was on uh, the Cavaliers, was it really a surprise when they kept playing one another in the finals? I mean, nobody is really surprised. I mean, if you were surprised, you probably don't watch much basketball because you can kind of determine which three to four teams have the best odds of making it. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know, man. The East is just... The East is going to be tough, man. I think the Sixers is the only hope of making the East competitive. I mean, I think uh, Jonathan won't go down without a fight, but I just don't think they've done enough to surround him with talent. Because that's a heavy task to ask Giannis to beat that team with Chris Middleton, P.J. Tucker, and Drew Holiday. Like, those are respectable players. They're not James Harden, Kyrie Irving, (laughs) you know, with Blake Griffin off the bench and LaMarcus Aldridge and DeAndre Jordan, like, man, I mean, that's just a heavy task. So I just don't think they have enough. They'll make it competitive. It'll probably go to six games. But, and I'm being generous there. But, uh, yeah, man, I think the Nets may have the East on lock just off of sheer talent. And the Lakers, man, mm-hmm. I mean, we got to be healthy, too. The Nuggets got really good with Aaron Gordon. I'm not going to say that we can run past them easily. Like, last year, the Nuggets didn't scare me when we played them. Like, I, I just had a feeling yeah. either sweep them or beat them in five. But with Aaron Gordon, I mean, he's not, like, no super heavy hitter in terms of, like, star power. He's a really good player. Yeah. But he kind of gives the Nuggets that extra piece. He gives them that extra go-to guy, you know, the guy that brings some defense to the the, the forward position. So that can make it interesting. But I still think the Lakers get past them, too, in about six games, maybe seven. So you think the Clippers – have a better chance now because they recently added Rondo to like to upset the Lakers. Rondo helps. Rondo does help, but man, I feel like they need a little bit more. I still think they need like another solid big. Like Ibaka solid, but I don't know. I, I just think it's something else missing. It's hard to say. I don't know. Like I don't know if it's like a, a backup point guard. Like had they kept Lou Will and got Rondo then I'd be like, okay, that's the second best team in the East. But the fact that they had to give up Lou Will, like Ronald's solid. He definitely helps. But, uh, you know, you how are you going to do that? Are you going to bring out Pat Bev off the bench? He brings defense, but he's not really a point guard. So the, the offense is still run stagnant with Rondo on the bench. Or if he gets hurt. So, yeah, it's just a lot of counting on Rondo, which hopefully he stays healthy. But he can't. he's injury prone. He can get hurt a lot. So if he gets hurt in the playoffs, they're back to square one. Rudolph. I mean, you can't. Yeah, you can't. You can't. I mean, like when you think of a team and you think like they could be competitive, they could upset. But now, you, when you start thinking, oh, like you're missing something, that's not a good sign. Exactly. Because usually, when you're missing something. Hey, hey, look, we all don't always like oatmeal. But hey, when you when you make it the right way, right? It, it, usually, it, you're missing something in there. It either either it tastes nasty or you love it, right? You make you can make something the right way. You put in the right ingredients. But when you're missing that, you know, you start to hesitate. You look around and say, ah, you know, look, look, I, I think that the Clippers are a great team and Ronald just made them better. But I think they're missing something. Yep. They're missing something. And and, and, and that's that's definitely not a good sign when you're coming up against a Lakers that could be healthy, hopefully, cross fingers. Um, if they're not, then all bets are off. But uh, it's that close in the West. Yeah, 
Yeah, the West is a little bit more interesting. And oh yeah, give Clippers credit too with uh, Nicholas Batum. Like he, I think he's getting slept on a little bit. Like he's balling for them. You know, that was a good low key pickup. I didn't think much of it at first, but man, he's he did help them out. He he does give them a different look. He brings them some shooting, and he he's like kind of like another scoring option. And he's not a a, a big big guy. He's a big, but he's kind of more of a finesse big. But he still brings some size there. So. I mean, they have a pretty good team. I just, yeah, I'm with you. Is there something that's missing still? I don't know if it's a, another solid point guard or, again, another big, big, like a real big man. But I just, yeah. I feel like they're like another piece or two away from being complete. Right. I mean, like, so with, with our their final thoughts here, which signing by the Nets and the Lakers do you think is the bigger impact between Aldridge and Drummond? By name, I'll say the Nets, but but actual impact, I'd just say Drummond, because Drummond, you know, with that signing, the Lakers check off all the boxes. They have really good perimeter defense. They have good, great interior defense now with Drummond and AD down there. And we're probably gonna have the best. We're probably gonna be the best rebounding team with Drummond, AD, and LeBron. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think he makes a big impact. You know, Aldridge is good, but he's a little bit older. Drummond's in his prime. And he he filled off exactly what we needed. I mean, now everybody can go back to the right position. Montrez can, you know, come off the bench and be that spark plug off the bench. Uh, Schroeder, he doesn't have to push as much once guys return because he's going to have Braun down there, AD, Drummond. You know, Kuzma, again, he can also be that spark plug off the bench. Like the Lakers team, mm-hmm. off every box. We have a solid, we have solid players in each position. We have the shooters. They got the defenders, they got the rebounders, and they got the sides. Like, that's a big team overall, you know. And with Gasol come off the bench, ain't bad. Like, I don't like Gasol starting, but I don't mind him coming off the bench for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think I'd have to agree as far as the impact. I mean, because I'm thinking with Aldridge, I'm not sure. So it's more questions of how you're going to fit. And it's it helps their depth. But I think, like, a bigger impact with Drummond, like, with those points that you touched on, We've, we've seen what the Lakers look like when we're too big for everybody, then we're too big for everybody. Like we, we just got, when we had AD and Dwight Howard, you saw the impact that we had in the playoffs. Nobody would like could handle that. So you put Drummond, it's going to have the same impact. We're going to be too big for everybody in the playoffs and nobody can, can stop AD or LeBron and the rest of their depth. So I, I think his impact, I think kind of leans more Drummond right now then Aldridge, we have to kind of wait and see before we can change our minds. <laughs> right. Um, you know, so it, 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 so for the Nets, it's kind of like a feeling out period with this next week or two. I think we'll see. We'll see how things go. If you had to pick, like, say Lakers and Nets go to the final finals, uh, who was your pick coming out of there and how many games? Lakers in six. Okay. Lakers in six. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, cause I feel like you know what you're gonna get, and to me, there's not as many toxic players on one team. So I'll never root for a bunch of team that's a whole bunch, you know, players. Hey, Harden could be at the club in in game three. <laughs> and look, it, it, it worked for Dennis Rodman, but this ain't gonna work these days where they just kind of, you know, when Dennis Rodman went off and he went uh, gambling and were gone for two days. I don't I don't think Harden can do that and have success. 
Dennis Rodman, that worked for them, but they had Michael Jordan. But uh, I don't, I don't see that. I see them falling short. <laughs> hey, that's a good point. It's funny about Dennis is like he's such a different breed. It's almost like he needs that, like he needs to get out, hit the strip club, you know, act a fool for him to be on his best behavior while he's on the job. <laughs> it's weird. Like most guys get that to get away, but he's like one of the rare individuals who needs that to be his best version. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna use that too. I'm gonna use that too and see how far I, I get. When I say that, hey, I need to go to the club to get to get myself right. People look at me like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Like yeah, I need I, this. I, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. You know what? Tell, yeah. Tell, tell your boss the next day. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I need to go to the strip club so I can get right. I mean, look, I'm I'm gonna tell you this only. I don't know if it's because of the beard or what. Because I am definitely not close to growing a beard, so I don't know. I'm gonna have to look like him to give me a pass. <laughs> he got he got that strip pass right now, and uh, I don't think everybody has that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got done his best behavior, but uh, I'm with you though. I say about six. I can see it going seven games, but it's gonna be a hard fought series. Like even though I have the Lakers favorite, by no means am I thinking it's gonna be easy. Like it's gonna be a hard series. Like, I can really see it going seven games, down to a closing possession. Like it's that close. I just see the Lakers pulling it out, though, based off of chemistry and kind of a more balanced team. You know, Lakers team is a little bit more balanced in my eyes. So, yeah, we're just going to have to wait and see. But, man, that's a dream matchup. I want to see it. Like, from my eyes, I want to see it. I know some people are rooting against the Nets, but I want them to get there to see us play them, to see the Lakers play them and see who comes out victorious, which I'm thinking is going to be the Lakers. Because it was like last year. You know, I don't root for the Clippers, but I was rooting for them to get to the conference finals so we, so the Lakers yeah. can play them and beat them. Because, man, mm-hmm. I want that dream matchup. It's like a prize fight. You want to see the best fight the best. And I want that in basketball. I want to see the best play the best. Yeah, so, man, I'm hoping both teams hold up their end of the bargain and actually get there. That's true. That's not easy with the seedings and players could lose or get upset somewhere. So it's it's hard to see that matchup. And you don't know if a if a if uh, someone gets hurt too, then the matchup doesn't feel as um, you know authentic. You know, it's right. like Durant could be hurt. He has chicken legs. He has the smallest calves I have ever seen an athlete have. Like it, I can see why he like he, he can hurt his Achilles and calves a lot because it's it's tiny. I don't know if anyone's ever zoomed in and see it but it's ridiculously small. Um, he can hurt it doing anything, honestly, <laughs> if he has his legs. Um, so, you know, hopefully, knock on wood. I don't have wood, but just pretend you're knocking on something. But hey, <laughs> if you're knocking on, on wood, hopefully, <laughs> Man. hopefully, he's, uh, hopefully they're all healthy. We all wish them to be there um, when the ball tips off. All right, cool, man. Hey, I, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. That's an important key factor. The health is everything. Now, if somebody gets hurt, that changes everything. You know, if LeBron and AD stays hurt, then obviously the Lakers probably ain't going to make it. So, I mean, health is everything in these scenarios. Inches are inches are important, man. Yep. That's a, it, it's a game of inches sometimes, and, and basketball works the same. Sometimes you're one player away. Um, one injury away from messing it up. Sometimes you're one ingredient away from messing up the banana bread. So I've had both bad and good. So I know for sure. I know you have too, Rio. Have have so you. Um, and that's what it takes, man. That, that's what it takes, honestly, to win. So um, 
hopefully, hopefully, you know, we'll see, I think, in the next few weeks, which signing will be more impactful for each team. Yeah, yeah, we'll see it play out, man. So, yeah, we'll just have to see what works. And, yeah, everybody, just let us know what you think and, you know, tell us your thoughts on these trades and we'll see how it all unfolds during the rest of the season. Yeah, please do. Let us know until then. Y'all take it easy. Y'all stay safe out Yep, we out. All right, guys, thank you for subscribing to 50 Ball and thank you for listening to us. Uh, please find us on Facebook and like our page and uh, and use any, any podcast app and look us up and uh, stay tuned for more content. Yep, check us out. Thank you for listening and you'll get more content from us soon. Peace.